Welcome to Decaf, a weekly podcast by the Beacon Center of Tennessee. I am Taylor. I'm joined by Mark Cunningham, the other half of the dynamic duo. Um, should we come up with a better name than I, dynamic duo? I think so. I think we can do better. Um, I'll, I'll think about it. By the way, your voice is kind of like Sarah Koenig a little bit from, from that's, a, that's a compliment. That is a huge compliment. I'm a serial fanatic. And that's the nicest thing I've ever said to you, I think. That might be, and I'm glad that we got it on video and on a podcast. That's right. I hope, I hope this does not count. Oh, it does. I'm okay, going to tweet it. Okay, perfect. I'm changing my Twitter bio to um, voice sounds like Sarah Koenig. I think you've changed your Twitter bio like four times in the last two days, but in, in your head at least. It's fine. It's fine. We'll see what what comes out of this. So before we jump into the content for the podcast, we kind of want to explain what we're doing here. Um, why is it called Decaf and what we're going to be talking about? So um, our Facebook live show that Mark hosts is called Over Caffeinated, and it's about a 20, 25-minute show where we have relatively famous people or real actually famous people i mean like actually famous people come on the show and um we talk about everything pop culture coffee yeah I, i'm gonna tell john rich that you called him relatively famous and governor has one apparently to taylor that's relatively famous i can't i mean i'm sorry on taylor swift on <laughs> yeah if you get taylor swift or someone from blink 182 on then i'll really fangirl I, blink 182 is literally relatively famous that's the <laughs> definition of relatively famous i don't understand how that <laughs> I'm going to pretend you didn't say that. So anyway, on Overcaffeinated, we have famous people come on, and they talk about a wide variety of things, and it's a show that we do once a month. This show is going to be a weekly podcast where we're going to talk about three different things. We're going to talk about um, what's making us laugh this week, what Beacon's got going on this week, and what's going on around the country, around the world that we think that people are waiting for us to comment on, honestly. Yeah, and one of the cool things is we're going to do a podcast version, so if you're listening in your car, you can listen to it. I mean, obviously, everyone yeah. wants to hear our voice in the morning. Obviously. Um, but also, it will be a video aspect, so like if you're on Facebook, or I guess we'll maybe put it on our website, you can you can see the videos, you can see yeah. our beautiful faces as we talk, which is what everyone's looking for. It's totally what everyone's looking for. <laughs> yeah, and, and if you're listening, you're missing out on that. So, yeah. And also, if you're listening, I, I have a thing that says, don't talk over. So that means uh, I'm a little bit loud. Yeah. And sometimes we have a good friendship, so and kind of we have a lot of camaraderie, but we're also enemies. Frenemies. Frenemies. We're frenemies. We so, banter like siblings. Exactly. So because of that, and because the podcast, we want to make sure we're not talking over each other. That was that was Justin's edits to our first one. So we're going to be so polite and classy. Well, I'm don't speak too soon. I'm not going to be classy. That's why. Okay. So let's jump into the content. Mark, I'm going to let you choose. What do we want to talk about first? Do we want to talk about what we're laughing at, what Beacon's doing, or what's going on in the world? Oh, that's a tough one. I guess let's talk about what Beacon's doing and okay. then what we're laughing at. Okay. I feel like that's a really good order. I like that. Okay. So what Beacon's got going on this week. Um, I'm not sure if all of you out there have heard, but we we really like to um, sound the alarm on corporate welfare deals, especially the two that we think are the most egregious, which are stadium subsidies and film incentives. And those two topics have really come up this week. Mark, you want to touch on those two areas? Yeah, I think sound the alarm is a good thing because like somebody needs to do it because otherwise yes. nobody would talk about it. So that's one of the things that I'm really proud to work at Big News. Totally. We're about the only ones who talk about this. So like, true, Mark. Because, like, you have politicians, you have billionaire owners, you have all these people that are like, oh, well, we benefit from this. And people are afraid to call them out. Yes, and and those those are, have the loudest um, mouthpieces. And so the billionaire owners are raking in the money and the politicians are giving it out and everybody else is sitting here like, this is our money, where's it going? Yeah, and the thing is, I'm the loudest person, so at least I can try to match them in terms of sound. <laughs> this is our mouthpiece for Mark to call out corporate welfare deals. Welcome. And talk about the Utah Jazz a lot. Yes. That, that's my goal. But So, I mean, the one thing that I think is important 
important this week, and you can kind of go more into it, but like uh, the city of Memphis, I guess, wants mm-hmm. to give, a, we've already given them a bunch of money, but there's, what's a show called? It's Mem- called Bluff City Law, and it's just one of the, it's just another legal show. I mean. There's 900 of them. I know. I know. And none of them are good. No, and the guy that played Matt Santos in West Wing, which if, if any of you out there are West Wing fans, the later seasons of West Wing when Matt Santos was running for president after Rob Lowe left the show, it was weak at best. And now he's the star of Bluff City Law that's asking for $10 million in film incentives. Are you kidding me? And, and not to, I, I don't know who Matt Santos is, but he's the definition <laughs> of not even relatively cheap. I never even heard of the guy. Exactly. Matt San- and I knew everybody. Well, that's not his real name. That was his character name. Oh, wow. Well, what's but his real name? I have no idea. So that tells you how little... I mean, I'm a pop culture junkie, and that yeah. is... Is like I don't even know who he is. I know I can name like the extras from Semi Pro, and I don't know who this guy is. So that's really telling you that this show is not going to be good. And he doesn't deserve ten million dollars. But um, what I thought was so I guess funny, but like in in not like a ha ha funny, like an ironic funny kind like, of way. Like when you talk. Right, like when I talk, um, was that they're asking for $10 million. The legislature appropriated $4 million for film incentives statewide. And so um, there has been a letter writing and phone call campaign launched to Governor Lee to, quote, find, as I read the report, find that $10 million. Now, I don't know where he's going to find it. I um, don't personally have a taxpayer-funded money tree in the backyard. I don't know if you do. Mm, I do. Yeah, I do. And there might be one at the governor's mansion. Who knows? But, But they're asking for $10 million dollars they're asking for it to just be found which honestly is kind of ridiculous to me wait also a letter writing campaign i feel like that's what people did when they're like oh i hope the jonas brothers get back together let's <laughs> let's do a letter writing campaign i totally would have participated in that you for sure i, mean, I, not, I led that but it's i just think SOS. yeah sos <laughs> wow excellent reference um but i think it's just kind of silly that um we're still talking about this i mean even government reports say that it's a poor return on investment for film incentives. Yeah, I mean, like, look, again, you even talked about, this is not an original show. It's a show that's going to go off the air in one year, and, and we, we made a bet off the air about whether it will last over a year. I say no. She says yes. I she, give it two seasons. Two seasons, so barely over a year. <laughs> but the whole point is, like, first of all, this show is almost definitely going to go off the air. I would bet my whole, take my house. I'll bet my house goes off the air. It's, <laughs> it's not going to last forever. Secondly, <laughs> yeah, like you talked about, the return on investment for all film incentives is terrible. Again, even with, like, we have a bunch of buildings out here um but if you're listening i'm pointing out the window um but we have a bunch of buildings out there they got a lot of taxpayer money and the government can at least kind of make the numbers look good they can say oh yeah look at all the economic impact and make up numbers and say oh well we're mm-hmm. making money i mean they're not true numbers no no chance but but they're making it up it's like okay fine that's cute that, that, that's, a nice <laughs> that's little, sweet that's really sweet uh, but these things don't work. Even the government does reports, like the state of Louisiana, the state of California. They're like, oh yeah, by the way, we do lose money on these. We lose, tw- I think most of them are like 20 cents, 24 cents per every dollar spent, which is a, I mean, that's not a good return to business. Not at all. It's, and, and also the fact that it's included is kind of like a by the way. We lose money on this. Like, hey, taxpayers, here's $10 million going toward a TV show that you're probably not going to watch. By the way, no, we're not watch. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> by the way, you're not reaping any benefit from it. So the way I see it is they named it Bluff City Law. If they want to film it in Memphis, that's great. We shouldn't have to pay for it. That's right. And I don't want to watch it no matter what. Even right. if we didn't pay for it, I don't want to watch it. So like I'm even more like I will actively boycott 
boycott this show. I'm going to tell people, hey, don't watch the show. And they're going to be like, I've never heard of that show. We're going <laughs> to yeah. launch a letter writing campaign to everyone in Tennessee to not watch That's the right. show. That's right. Yeah, I'm going to send out every single one person going to get an email from me. Yes. So, yeah. so, I know to do it efficiently, at least. Just but, wait for it, folks. Yeah, check comes. your email. Spam filter. For Spam sure. filter, absolutely. So moving on to our next topic, since we're already laughing, let's talk about what we're laughing at this week. Um, some of you out there may know, some of you may not, that Mark and I are connoisseurs of fast food. <laughs> That's a great word. We, big yes, word. Big word. Good vocab. <laughs> we are fast food enthusiasts. And um, what I think has been really funny to watch is Wendy's social media. They're the best on social media. Um, I think that McDonald's has the best burgers. I'm a Big Mac girl. Mark thinks that Wendy's has the best burgers because of the brioche buns. He'll talk about it all day long. If and, the let him. and the bacon. And the baconator. <laughs> but Wendy's launched the social media campaign for to bring back their spicy chicken nuggets. And they said if they got 2 million likes on a tweet on Twitter, they would bring back spicy nuggets. And lo and behold, spicy nuggets are coming back. <laughs> so is, I don't, that's not making me laugh. It's like making me sad for society that the two million people like this. Like, but <laughs> what I think is funny is that they leveraged their social media presence and so many people responded. Like two million people responded, yes, I want spicy chicken nuggets. But taking it a step further into the fast food world, I thought that was the best fast food news of the week. And then I read a report today. Fast food news, <laughs> very a, a, a important report, to me. Like, she reads uh, Fast Food Weekly. Just, yes. just I should start that. I should start a blog, Fast Food Weekly. That's one thing I'd follow that you wrote. <laughs> Heck yeah. Um, so then I read a report today that said that in Austria, okay, get this. I didn't tell you about this because I want your genuine reaction on the air. Oh, I can't wait. Um, Austria is all the McDonald's restaurants in Austria are now going to serve as many U.S. embassies. So if an American in Austria needs any type of consular help, the McDonald's employees will help them get in touch with embassies. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> that's revolutionary. Wow. Talk about, like, I didn't care about foreign affairs at all until now. Yes. When, when you involve McDonald's, I'm in. Yes. I'm going to get a McCafe, a large order of fries, and some diplomatic help. Diplomatic help. <laughs> those are the three things I would, that's on my bucket list. That's all exactly. at the same time. I've never... <laughs> exactly what we've needed. God, you throw in a bed and breakfast there. Like, I'm, I'm good to go. Oh my gosh, can you imagine a hotel? Wait, 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 time out. Have you heard this Taco Bell news? No. Oh, okay, so they're doing their first resort Taco Bell in Palm Springs, California, where it's going to be like a Taco Bell, then they'll like deliver Taco Bell to your room, and it's a Taco Bell like Airbnb. Can I live there? I mean, you're going to ask. I'm not, I don't know the rules, but I'm, I'm oh. talking about Taco Bell's genius, too. That is, honestly, I thought that the McDonald's embassy was revolutionary. Taco Bell, this is making my life. Wait, and you have been to one of those cantina whatever, right? Oh, they're amazing. So you have been to one? Oh, yeah. Because you can drink alcohol any Taco Bell, which are my two favorite things it's in life. The best thing ever. I, and whoever thought of this, I mean, gosh, fast food, they're just saving our country. And like Domino's is fixing potholes. I mean, I think fast food is how we get out of this, this issues in our country. Oh, I definitely think that fast food is going to bring people together. It's gonna bring, yeah, I know. We, we have all this division and like, oh, Republicans, Democrats, Trump, Elizabeth Warren. It's like, let's just, let, I would One thing Ron, we can Ron, all agree on. Ronald McDonald for president. Ronald McDonald, <laughs> 2022. 20, well, that's, that's, that's not, not it's 2020. Or 2024. You can pick 2024. Okay, sorry. I could have split the difference there. Really or the Chihuahua up. from Taco Bell. The Chihuahua. He'd be a great president. Wow, he'd be a revolutionary president. <laughs> You've used the word revolutionary eight times in the it's, past. It's because we're talking about fast food, and they're really doing big things in America. They are, and, and everywhere. Apparently in Austria. <laughs> Apparently so, in Austria. So we love fast food, and we're excited for nuggets, and we're going to eat them. I think we made a bet. We did make a bet that if Bluff City Law um, only lasts one season, then I have to buy Mark 10 orders of spicy nuggets. And if they last two seasons, he has to buy me 10 orders yeah, of spicy one or nuggets. One more seasons, right? One or more. 
So, also, do you remember that? This is a weird question, but there was this other show in Memphis that went off the air that I actually liked. It had the guy from My Name is Earl in it. It was good. I don't even know he what was, that means. He was a police officer, and like, it was in Memphis. It was fun. Well, if, we're going to look it up. Okay. It was a good show. I actually liked it. And, and we'll like, report back. I'm sure we paid tax dollars for it, and it wasn't worth it. But like, I liked it. Again, <laughs> it went off the air. I found that most of the things I like, other people don't. That seems to be my... I, uh, I vote yes on that. <laughs> Utah Jazz, prime example. Right, exactly. Wow, so. that's like the golden example. <laughs> okay, so sp since we're already kind of talking about what's going on around the country and around the world, um, one thing that's going on around the country that I have been keeping an eye on this week is just the idea of socialism kind of um, taking off. And and I guess we've been talking about that for a little while now. But um, this week, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, did I say her name right? No, Ocasio-Cortez. Okay, great. And that's, what, that's why you say AOC. AOC <laughs> and Bernie Sanders decided that they would propose that we are going to cap, um, or they want to cap credit card interest rates um, to a certain percentage, which, you know, it's, it's just like all the ideas of socialism. It sounds really cute and really sweet and fun on its face, and then you think about it two, three, ten years down the road, and it's going to be an absolute disaster. First of all, let me comment on you. That's a super smooth transition from Taco Bell to Bernie Sanders, and like, that, that was incredible. Speaking, I don't know how I did world that. news. Yeah, I know. That's, I mean, they're very, they're very related. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, I, I, the thing is, that they're also going to cap the number of deodorants, I think, available and cap everything else. I mean, it's going to be – all their policies are terrible. Mm -hmm. And th what's even more terrible is that people fall for it. And I get it. It looks great. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. man, I have a 30% interest rate on my credit card. I can't afford it. Like, imagine if it's 15%. 15 well, sounds awesome. If it was 15, guess what? You wouldn't have that credit card because you wouldn't qualify. And then how are you going to pay medical bills? How are you going to pay, I mean, things that you need in your life yes. if, you, if you can't qualify for a credit card? Exactly. And so it's going to hurt the people that it's intended to help. And I think that people don't really understand that we've gone from, or at least I think, and you can comment on this if you want to, but I think we've gone from a very rational, reasonable approach to things to a very emotional approach to things or emotional reaction and latching onto things because they sound good and they sound sweet and cute and helpful. And really what they're doing is, is hurting the people that they're, quote, designed to help. That's right. And what's funny is like socialists come up with these programs, they don't work, and they come up with other programs to try to fix the programs they messed up in the first place. Right. And they're just going to keep going until we're bankrupt. I mean, that is literally what happened in Venezuela. It's like, oh, let's make our cash worth more things. Like, oh, nope, doesn't work. We'll print more money. Doesn't work. Like, mm -hmm. they keep messing things up and then trying to fix it with more bad policies. And it's just never going to work. And it's and it's one of those things where also I think we see it in memes all the time that oh, well, the people that did socialism here they didn't do it right. Well, the people that did socialism and it's resulted in all these devastating consequences. They're just, quote, not doing it right. Yeah. Well, there's really only one way to do it and it always ends in disaster. Yeah, it's actually, I saw a great meme on this it says like well they say true socialism's never been tried it's like well true capitalism's never been tried either but we've come really the the, the closest to real capitalism we tried and it's like lifted millions of people out of poverty right. the closest to socialism is like resulted in like 100 million deaths so like i i, I would say capitalism i think i think i'm wanting capitalism yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> without capitalism there'd be no taco bell how many taco bells do they have in venezuela wow i bet zero i bet zero i would never go there maybe instead <laughs> of the dynamic duo we should be team capitalism Mm, it's, it's still not that catchy. It's, we'll, yeah, it's kind of lame, too. We'll, yeah, I mean, most of the things you say are. Okay. We'll, 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 fi we'll figure it out, and by next time, we'll have, like, a good name for our, our duo. <laughs> we should also, um, instead of calling ourselves decaf, we start the show decaf, and every time you insult me, we take a sip of coffee, and then by the end, we'll just be rolling. Oh, yeah, we're just get beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 10 a.m. <laughs> 
act like that matters. It could be like drunk history, but like drunk, oh drunk current events. <laughs> oh my gosh. You heard it here first, team. Yeah. Mark might be drinking next you, week. You heard it here first. Yeah. Uh, well, we should go. I guess it's been 15 minutes, so I don't think they want to hear us anymore. Yeah, so we'll sign off, but um, let us know what you think of this podcast. Um, let us know what you think of Mark making fun of me. Um, and we will see you next week on another episode of Decaf. See you later.